Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. We are going to talk about something today that drives me crazy. As many of you know, I spend a lot of time on the phone every day advising clients, helping them figure out their workplace law challenges. Frequently, the client will say to me, Oh, Jen, she's a great employee. She just has a bad attitude, and I don't know what to do about that. And I literally have to take a deep breath to stop myself from saying, There's no such thing as a good employee with a bad attitude. If you have a bad attitude, you are by definition not a good employee. I don't care how good you are at doing your tasks, those duties that are assigned to you. If you do it with a bad attitude, you are not a good employee. Why is this so important? Because I think what happens is employers, when they do performance evaluations, for example, They won't talk about the bad attitude because they say, well, Jennifer meets her deadlines. She gets her work done. She meets all of the expectations. So I don't want to be mean. Well, if Jennifer does that by being rude to her coworkers, short with your clients, not open to suggestions, not a collaborative teamwork attitude, then she is a detriment to your organization and she should go. And I mean it because I cannot tell you the number of times that I'm on the phone with a client who now wants to fire the person for the bad attitude, but they haven't documented a darn thing. All they've documented is that this person walks on water because he met his deadlines. They did the tasks assigned to them and there's nothing in writing about the performance issues. This is why when you do performance evaluations, you've got to tell the whole story. You can give someone the highest score for getting the task accomplished, and you can give them a needs improvement on their attitude, collaboration, teamwork. And then of course, if you do that, you've got to provide them with some input. This is what you need to do. I want you to take this class. I want you to work on your communication. But to let them be successful in your organization when they have a bad attitude is a huge problem. And it's something that I really want to draw attention to because I'm seeing the negative consequences more frequently where the bad attitude really becomes so bad and so negative that it is interfering with other people's ability to get their job done. The employer has to do something, but they don't have the documentation. And of course, inevitably, this is happening after the rotten employee has just returned from a lengthy leave of absence or has just made an internal complaint about someone else. It's going to look like retaliation because you haven't documented their attitude. And some folks will say to me, well, Jen, how do you document attitude? It's easy. Jennifer does not respond well to constructive criticism. Jennifer becomes defensive when I raise issues about her performance and the need to improve her timing, whatever. Jennifer is unkind to her coworkers. 
Jennifer refuses to help when the team is at crunch time. Those are valid criticisms. Those are valid pieces of feedback. And we shouldn't be afraid to give them. You know why we are? Because we're thinking, oh my gosh, even though Jennifer is a jerk, if she leaves and she's not doing all these tasks, how am I going to replace her? And I get that. I totally get that. We have to be able to get our work done. But if you let Jennifer continue behaving that way, she will bring down your entire team and you will lose good employees who have good attitudes because of her. I guarantee you. I see it happen every day. So please, when you're thinking about whether you have a good employee, think about their attitude. Think about their behavior. Put it in the job description. You've got to work cooperatively with your peers. You've got to be respectful to everyone you come into contact with in this job. And that won't always be easy. I mean, people in my office know I've lost my temper. They've lost their temper. We're not always going to be perfect. For sure. But if what you're mostly doing is being kind and being an active listener and thinking about how you can benefit the team as a whole, then you're doing a good job. Then you're doing what you need to be doing as a good employee. But you cannot be an effective, accomplished employee if you have a bad attitude. And I think it's important to sit down with the employee and say, look, what is going on? Why do you respond that way when I give you feedback? Why do you refuse to help the team every time we're in a crunch? Why do you do that? And I've had people tell me, because I don't want to. Okay, well, guess what? I don't care if you want to. It's not okay. okay and you won't say it like that. But in your mind, you've got to react and, and understand, I'm not going to be held hostage by someone who is a jerk. I'm just not going to do it. It's not okay. And this is an important component of a work environment. Right? When we interview people to work in our law firm, we don't only look at their resume and where they went to school or what law firm they worked at before as an assistant. We want to know, are they nice? Are they kind? Are they interesting? Because we're not going to hire jerks. We've hired a few of them and they're gone. A few of them slipped by. We've handled it. Okay? It's just one of those things that you have to care about your culture enough that you're willing to invest. So a couple of things I think are very important here. Number one, you've got to identify the bad attitude as quickly as you can. Remember, people are on their best behavior during the interview and it's downhill from there. So if you've got someone showing an attitude or behavior issue early on, that is a huge problem. So you need to get involved right away. Sit down. This is what we're observing. This is what people have complained about. This is what has to change. And you tell them you expect immediate and sustained improvement. And I would put that in writing. I don't always want everything in writing. But if you've got a significant enough performance issue in terms of attitude or behavior that you're going to sit down with someone, you should give them a performance expectations memo. And you should let them know, this is how I expect you to behave in the workplace. 
a lot of us don't have policies on being kind, and there's a reason for that. It's vague. It's tough to enforce. But you may have a policy about respect and professionalism at work. Make sure they know about that policy. Make sure they understand what your expectations are. Don't let them get away with treating each other unkindly. And, you know, I'm having this struggle in my daughter's class right now where there are some kids who are unkind. And from my perspective, it's not being dealt with. And it's affecting my daughter. So I have to get involved and I have to be the squeaky wheel. I don't like that, but I'm going to do it. And you have to do it too. As a leader in your organization, it's not an option. You've got to hold these folks accountable. And I think it's important when you're thinking about this good employee with a bad attitude. By the way, if it's a bad employee with a bad attitude, they're gone, right? I mean, they don't even get a chance. They don't even get a chance. But if they do everything pretty well and it's an attitude that needs adjusting, we can do that. I mean, attitudes can change. Communication styles can change. Those are actually not that tough to make a dent in. So if you could sit down and identify it early and have a dialogue with the employee, and it may need to go something like, you know, Jen, you may not realize you're doing this, but this is the impact you're having. Let's talk about that. I have a very loud voice. I talk very quickly. So I've had people say to me, Jed, are you mad at me? Oh gosh, no. Why do you think I'm mad at you? Well, because your voice is really loud and you're very animated, right? You have a lot of energy. Yeah, I get it, but I'm not mad at you. And I'm so sorry that you feel that way. And I've adjusted. I've tried to speak at a lower level, a lower volume. I've, I've tried to um, you know, not be as energetic, not be as sort of, I don't know what the word is, but, you know, out there, right? Now, part of it's my personality. So part of it, I'm not going to be able to fix, but I certainly don't need to be yelling at anyone or raising my voice at anyone or, you know, making someone's life difficult. It's not okay. And it will happen occasionally just because we're human beings. I never yell at my daughter. We have such a great relationship. And the other day we were at a horse show and I just lost it. And she looked at me and she said, mom, you've never been like this before. I said, I know I got COVID. I've been sick. I am so sorry. Please forgive me. That is just not the way I communicate with Ella. But I made a mistake. And I, I still, I mean, I'm just, you can't see me, but I'm turning 40 shades of red. Like, I just can't believe I raised my voice. I don't do that with her. And I feel terrible about it, but I'm willing to change it, right? The, the folks we're talking about, good employee with a bad attitude, they don't even know the impact that the bad attitude is having. I think if they did, they wouldn't do it. So part of it is really educating that individual and then giving them resources that might help them. Do you need some training on communication? Do you need some stress reduction? What, what can I do to help you? become a better contributor to this team, and then recognize when they're doing it well. Give them that, that thanks when you see a situation where they've received some feedback and they've done a good job or where they volunteered to help the team when they usually don't, right? You know, you've got to acknowledge their successes. And I know that's not always easy if they haven't fully turned it around. 
So you're still seeing a little bit of the bad attitude, but you're seeing a glimmer of hope, right? There's a little bit of good movement in the right direction. Document it. Make sure you are following up with the employee. Once again, tell them what your expectations are and then let them know when they've met the expectations and when they have it. You can't have a positive, respectful, culturally appropriate workplace if you've got good employees with a bad attitude. Once again, remember, the bad employees with a bad attitude, they're, they're gone. See you later. There's no hope for them. But those employees who do what they're supposed to do, they just don't do it in the nicest, most kindest, most respectful way. We've got to deal with them. It may be they need some one-on-one coaching. It may be that they just need to be told of the negative impact of their conduct. I have a client recently who shared the results of a temperature read we did, kind of a cultural assessment where we talked to everyone and asked them, how's your work environment? They all complained about this one employee, specific, you know, very direct feedback. I mean, not just, I don't like him, but very specific things. And the manager sat down and said, look, this is the impact you're having. Jen Shaw's team came in. She interviewed all of your coworkers and every single one of them mentioned that you're making their job difficult. And several of them said, if you don't fix your attitude, they're going to leave. So I need you to turn this around. You have a choice. You can tell me now that you won't, in which case you're gone, or you can give it a shot. But either way, I need your commitment that this needs to change immediately and for a sustained period of time. If you do that, you are sending a message to the employees who are uncomfortable by that person's conduct. Hey, I hear you and I'm dealing with it. You're helping that good employee learn to be better, right? You're helping identify for that employee, hey, this might be why you didn't succeed in other places. This is why you haven't been offered a promotion. This is why you're not getting the raises that you want because your attitude is not what it needs to be. And I think this idea that attitude is too subjective, we can't describe it, it's just untrue. We may not want to, but we can So if you have a good employee with a bad attitude, sit down, think strategically, figure out what they're doing well and where they need some work, and then help them get through to the other side. Most employees want to succeed. They want to do their best. They don't want to be pulling down the culture, right? They don't want to be making the workplace a challenging environment. So give them the tools they need. Give them the time they need but also give them the direct feedback they need. They can't read your mind. They don't know it's a problem unless we tell them. So make that your job this week. If you've got one of those employees who needs a little tweak on their attitude, get it done. Thanks for joining us, everyone. It's my honor that you're here with us every week. Thank you. Be well. Do a good job out there, and I'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction. 